Welcome to the Roundtable, the show that brings you the latest in the worlds of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, let's get to it. Here are your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome into the Roundtable. I'm Brad Wakai. That is Tyson Gentry. We got to do a little bonus pod today because your man, LeBron James, broke their all-time NBA scoring record last night on February 7th of 2023. And he's now, I can't even believe it, man, has scored the most points in the history of the NBA. It's truly remarkable. And this record is about to get nuked. Like this thing, this, like it's it's a really cool moment. And it was awesome because this Kareem record stood forever. And when we were growing up, right after school, you get home, throw on part, uh, part of the interruption. And it's like, this is one of the untouchable records they would always talk about. Um, and LeBron's about to put this thing 3,000. He might finish 4,000 points um, above everybody else. And then when you factor in his playoff points, uh, it, it's it's insane. And, okay, he shot more free throws. He shot more threes. He's played 120 less games. He's not a scorer. Um, he just happens to be the most efficient at putting a ball in a hoop uh, pretty much has ever played the game. And so I don't really know what that makes him. I think that the not a scorer thing is – uh, is that dead? Can we finally just be like, all right, he's averaging 27 and he's he's averaging 30 now at 38 years old. What do you call that? Well, I call it greatness, first and foremost. And you and I have had our battles and our disagreements about LeBron James. And I've come around to the fact that I think what I wanted people to do with Tom Brady and people are just relentlessly hating on him. I'm like, yeah, well, you just got to appreciate like what you're witnessing. And that's where I've come with LeBron James. And I still, you know, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan. Like, I'll, I'll never probably be, like, the biggest LeBron James fan, but you can't fucking disagree with this dude is just one of the greatest players that's ever graced the earth, that's ever laced him up and played basketball. It's – and I was thinking about this. I was doing some reflecting last night just about – we got to watch his entire career, Tyson. Yeah. Like, so I was born in 96. You were born in 96. We – legitimately we got to see him coming to the NBA. Yeah, like when he was drafted, we were seven. Like you can remember that. Like I remember the the Lakers championships with Kobe and Shaq in in two thousands. And I was fucking in early two thousands. I was five years old. I remember LeBron coming in. It was like this whole thing. We got to witness this guy become with all these expectations, chosen one tattooed on his back, nicknamed the king. He's supposed to be the next one, the NBA's next great. And through all of that he exceeded those expectations. And that's what I think is truly the most remarkable thing about LeBron James. And I think that's the most remarkable thing about the hate that he gets is like, it, talk about moving the goalposts. It's like, okay, he can't do this. And then when he does it, people are like, well, Jordan did it better. He can't do this. And then he does it. And then we just, we keep having these conversations where nobody stopped once to think like, Hey, holy shit, this guy's better at all of these things that are required on a basketball court than just about anybody to ever live. Bob Costas said when LeBron was 18, that if he wasn't a first ballot unanimous hall of famer, he'd be a bust. And he wasn't lying. That was the hype. They sold right. season tickets to St. Vincent St. Mary's when he was in high school. How insane is that? They had season ticket holders to watch a, a high school basketball team. Um, and then all he does is come in and from jump street, essentially be, uh, one of the 10 was he probably top 15 top 20 uh, his rookie year he's an all-star and then from then on it was like is he the best player in the league or then it was no question and he's 38 years old now and he can't drag a pile of garbage to the top of the heap like he used to be able to 
but he's putting up numbers just the same. Effort isn't there quite as much, uh, but who cares about that right now? It's about him breaking the record. And to touch on his longevity, I do you remember Scholastic Book Fairs? Of course. I I remember going and getting uh, – I was, I was pumped. I found a LeBron James poster because you never bought the books. You wanted the big Bundy eraser and a mm-hmm. poster or whatever. Um, and I got that when I was seven. Uh, and <laughs> I've just watched the rest of his career. He's still going strong. Seems like I have two more years of this. Like, this dude is – he's one of a kind. Truly one of a kind. Truly is. And it's – it's hard to put into words, really, everything that LeBron James has accomplished or that, that really encompasses LeBron and it's himself because he went through a bunch of ups and downs, I think, throughout his career, right? Like, he came in super hyped up. You're like, man, this kid is really good. Like, he's about as legit as we thought he could be coming into the league, like you said. Then he takes his team to the finals and he gets swept. And then it was, okay, here come the big, bad Celtics. And then it just took a couple of years for him to dispel them. You know, the Pistons back in the day with, with the Billups team, you know, those, those teams, they were tough. Then he dispels those guys with that insane 23 point score. And it was just like he just kept checking off boxes, kept checking off boxes, and then left Cleveland. That's when everybody started hating him because of the way he left, the super team he was building. And then everybody was super happy when he lost. I know I was. When he lost that first championship – to the Mavericks. That's that was one of the best. And then probably should have lost the first one to the Spurs. Uh the Ray Allen thing and then there was questions about his legacy and then you know leaving Miami it didn't really end well there. You know Pat Riley's one of the godfathers of the NBA and you know that didn't end too well on that on uh on, on those terms between those two. Then he goes to Cleveland and it's this coming home thing. And not only does he actually deliver on his promise Tyson he did it in, in a way where he's facing the most improbable odds that we've seen in, a, in NBA Finals history, and he pulled it off. It, I mean, it, it's crazy. And look, it, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, uh, but if anybody on the Cavaliers, and it's, it's tough to pile the hate on uh, J.R. Smith for forgetting they had a timeout, that was the best individual game I think I've ever watched. Uh, with, the, with the stakes that high, I think he had 48 in regulation, um, triple double against the best team of all time, uh, the Golden State Warriors, uh, Kevin Durant edition, the Golden State Warriors 2.0. Um, if they win game one there, like that to me, uh, was his best game and it comes in a loss. And it's just kind of like that's his career, like he does all these crazy things, um, things that should be impossible, things that people should appreciate. And then it just turns into like he lost and it's, it's, really through no fault of his own. The biggest issue uh, I've had with the, like, LeBron's a choker, blah, blah, blah stuff, yeah, the 2011 series is bad. But if he wasn't so good immediately, those teams would have had to do more to build around him, and then he might have been able to actually win a title or two, his first stint in Cleveland. He just said, like, hey, hop on my back. And all of a sudden, we know Booby Gibson, right? We we know all these guys' names that we've never heard before. Um the dude and the fa- he's still doing it, man. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, and just the longevity of it all—it's just so impressive. Like 
you know, how old he is right now in terms of NBA years and just like, yeah, I'm just going to go out and th- score 38 tonight and break a record because everybody's here. Like all the celebs, all his friends. His Did family. you see at halftime when he was talking to his kids? He's like, I need 16, eight a quarter. Yeah. And then Bronny said, go get it. And he said, all right, I go get it. And then he just goes, puts 20 up in the, in the, in the third quarter. Like he's just, he's still at that level where he can just decide, I'm going to score 16 points this quarter. And the Thunder suck. Uh, and as an aside, I guess we both, we both are in agreement. This Thunder team is super fun. Yeah, uh, I love them. <laughs> and even this game, this comes in a loss, right? It's just like yeah, the dude. Of course, because it's like stinks. Can't win for losing, or can't lose for tr- whatever the saying is. Uh, funny to watch him and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar like blatantly not fuck with each other uh, mm-hmm. on the basketball court. Fun to watch LeBron drop the f bomb, which people yeah, were upset that was with. Awesome. I was, which hilarious. was funny because if Kobe did it, then people were like, "Oh my god, that's so classic Kobe." Michael. Like Mike said it, and then <laughs> when LeBron does it, it's like hold yourself to a higher standard. Right. Yeah, and that's one of the things too that I, that, and I, like I said, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but that always does strike me as funny. It's like. Come on, like really? Because we hear Michael cuss like literally all the time. Like in that documentary, you know, um, <laughs> Last Dance, you know, when he's like cussing everybody out, we're like, man, Mike's intense, man. Whoa, we love it. LeBron came and say that, and like when he's overcome with emotion, <laughs> like, they're making fun of him for serious? crying. I mean, and he's he's going to close in on the all-time points record uh, for all of basketball, which I think. Um, who has it? It's a Brazilian guy, but he played all uh, Oscar something. Um, he played yeah. like all club games. Um, right. And so like the, the dude is unreal. Whatever your definition of greatness is, he meets it, whether you want to admit it or not. Uh, you don't have to think he's the best basketball player of all time, but you, there is no debate. He has scored the most points in the history of the NBA and he's done it in his way. Absolutely. And he, that we're not going to discuss is he the best of all time? That's that's not really what we do. Now we can have these discussions, uh, which we have had in the past, but that's not what this time is about. It's about reflecting, quite honestly, on just what a remarkable career that we got to witness and that we're still witnessing, which is LeBron James, and he's going to rewrite the history books. It's it's unbelievable to actually say that we got to watch this entire journey, Tyson. Like it's it's crazy. It's and if you're in sports media. And you use this as an excuse to have the Jordan LeBron debate. You're a bum. Oh, that they're going to do you're it. You're a bum. Of like you're Nick scrub. Rice, the Skip Baylesses. Like it's, you're it's, a scrub. It's find something else to talk bullshit. about. You don't have anything else to talk about. Nobody cares about anything else you talk about because you're not interesting. Because you don't watch the games. Because you don't have actual analysis to put forward. So then you have to uh, beat a dead horse, man. And this thing is, we've been having the same debate since 2010. At what point mm-hmm. do we just go, wow? So it's been 12 years we've been talking about this. We should move on. Right. There are two best basketball players who've ever graced this earth, LeBron James and Michael Jordan. However you put them, one or two, that's up to you. But there's no debate now. I think those are the two best that's ever lived. You just pissed off our 85-year-old listeners for sure. That <laughs> 100%. You never watched Bob Pettit, dude. No, I didn't. You're right. That's my <laughs> that's my bad. Sorry. <laughs> okay, we had to jump on. I know it's Super Bowl week, but LeBron, with an incredible moment, we had to discuss him breaking the all-time scoring record. If you are ready for the Super Bowl, we did a podcast earlier in the week on are the exotic plays, and we just did one late in the week discussing all the player props that we're getting into and who we think is going to win the big game. Spoiler alert, we think it's the team from Philly. But go check it out. We appreciate you watching. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thanks for listening to The Roundtable. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, 
please rate and review so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of The Roundtable. Table.